When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I have Neil with me again. Hi, everyone. Uh, we're going to be doing some of the latest space news. We're going to do a recap of last week, what happened, and what's going forward for next week a little bit. Um, so, Neil, take it away. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we got some news on, uh, we might as well finish up with SN10, uh, as far as we know. Um, so we got a little extra news from Elon um, regarding the thrust of the engines, uh, the one engine that was landing uh, Starship SN10. Uh, so he says, thrust was low despite being commanded high for reasons unknown at present. Um, hard, Hence, hard touchdown. We've never seen this before. Uh, next time, they're going to go minimum two engines all the way to the ground and restart engine three if one of those two have issues. So they're kind of um, hedging their bets a little bit, trying to make sure that they can land the next uh, version of Starship. Um, interesting that the um, that the thrust was low. Um, anything could have caused that, and we're not the engineers of SpaceX, so it's hard for us to yeah. say. Uh, certainly, if there was a methane leak uh, in one of the hoses, that would certainly reduce pressure, and that could have effect on thrust. Um, my limited knowledge of these things would indicate that, and that could be it. Could be as simple as that. It could be something much more complicated as well. Yeah, there's a lot um, of plumbing in there, so there certainly is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there, there was a fire going on before they landed, so um, it wasn't the landing that caused the fire; it was already going. So, uh, who knows? Who knows yeah. what happened? The landing legs weren't perfect either when they landed; like they didn't hold up. So that's why it kind of crumpled, and you know, eventually blew up and oh, yeah. joined its yeah. uh, joined its family in heaven. <laughs> I think you know, <laughs> I think Elon said that uh, it wasn't it wasn't the landing legs that were the issue here. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was yeah. it was a hard landing. <laughs> it, was very, it was very hard land. It was cool that it landed, but it was yeah. also very very hard. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Didn't expect it to be that hard, but glad it for landed. Sure. But it's yeah. Valhalla, as Elon um, says. But you know what? We we can't dwell on the past. Will uh, we have That's to move right. forward? Uh, so we're going to talk about SN11 for a second here. Um, we have a road closure for tomorrow, March 8th, from uh, 9 to 11.30 a.m. And that is the perfect amount of time to roll SN11 down the road. And yep. Put it on uh, Launch Mount B, I believe, is where they're going to put this. Uh, so the same one that SN9 launched off of. So that's so, good news. It'll yeah, be good to see a Starship back out there again. Yeah, a couple weeks from now, we'll hopefully, or probably, a, you know, probably three to four weeks Maybe a month, you know, month, month and a half. Who knows? But SN11 will be launching next, yeah. whenever that is. Yeah, for sure. I think we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to do some more repairs to the launch, to the landing pad again. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be a week of work uh, for sure, at least. Um, but uh, hopefully they, you know, and and knowing Elon, he'll want to uh, ramp up the iterations of getting this stuff done. Um, so my guess is that he'll be pushing to have SN11 launched as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's going to be changes. another month. Yeah, I don't think it'll be another yeah. month. I think it'll be two to three weeks. 
is my guess. Yeah, and we'll see how that content. goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll see. We always guess about two, two or three weeks, yeah. and then it's like, oh, something happened. Static fire didn't go well. Yeah, didn't yeah. go well. And then we have to wait, yeah. like, you know, it's six weeks at that point. Whatever. Yeah. It's interesting so that the we'll um, I found it interesting that the Raptors that are coming from uh, California now are um, have little memes attached to them now. Um, oh yeah, doggy coin <laughs> memes or something along those lines. Um, it, it indicates to me that they're getting a little cocky over there in California. You know, they yeah. they think they know this raptor and they think they know um, that it's going to work. So, uh, well, it's got to. So yeah. they're they're like at least the confidence. You know, yeah. at least they have the confidence to push forward, and you need that confidence in your own abilities. For so sure, like, man, we're going to land this thing. We're going to yeah. launch this thing, and it's going to be amazing. You just wait till the end of the year when we get to orbit. You know, that's, that's... <laughs> well, let's hope. Let's hope. 2021 <laughs> seems a bit bit uh, early for me, but uh, well, let's hope that we get to there by 2021. Oh, we. I do this. not mind being corrected. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Same here. All right. Uh, and you found something the other day you wanted to to look at. What do we oh, got here? Yeah, this is a lot. Okay, so we're. I'm going to do a whole different show on this. Uh, I just want to touch on this a little bit today because uh, it's very important for SpaceX to move forward with their Boca Chica facility, right? Yeah. So they have a decent amount of room right now that they're using for, you know, high bay, mid bay, uh, all the facilities to build the thing, um, to build the starships, to launch, to land it, but they need more room, right? So these things that you're looking at right now are documents from the Army, the U.S. Army, and this is kind of a, it's a overall view of where Starship is now, like where the Starship facility yep. is now in Boca Chica, right there in the project location right on the right side. And then if you scroll down a little bit, Neil. Well, it's interesting. Before we scroll away, I just want to point out where this... Uh... This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door, it could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial 
No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backplays.com slash Elon. Backplays.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Rio Grande Valley National Wildlife Refuge is. Um, so it's just south of, of where the project location is. Uh, oh, yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't like I thought it might um, before I saw this. I never really looked into it, to be honest with you. But I thought that it might come up right to their doorstep. Uh, but it looks like there's a little bit of distance there. It's pretty close still. I mean, yeah. with anything that could happen, you know, like it's a big rocket with a lot of fuel, yeah. a lot of things that blow up and metal. It's still dangerous yeah. to be in like, a, you know, so it, a, a, an area where there's a lot of wildlife. For um, sure. And it looks like this outer dotted line here is the SpaceX land that they own. Yep. And across uh, the and then this the purple spot. Yeah. And this little blue area here yep. is a parking lot. Um, and then this purple area is what they've currently built it. Yep. So far. So they've got a little bit of space here to work with. <laughs> space. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can see the composition where we're looking at uh, fine sand and uh, more fine sand and some fine sand over here and then there's some sand over here as well <laughs> <laughs> exactly and if anybody's from the boca chica area please prove us wrong and tell us that there's not a lot of sand there yeah <laughs> but it looks it like, looks like this there's, map, sand. there's a lot of sand <laughs> and we're from the like i'm from the northeast u.s so we don't have a lot of sand so yeah. when i see sand i'm like wow that's a lot of sand that's an awful so, lot of sand yeah but um, i i know that building on sand is not the, the best thing so i'm sure that they have to put their foundations quite deep into the into the ground yeah. And the water, yeah. the water table would be quite high here too. Yeah, right by the Gulf. So yeah, yeah it's gotta be really um that's the Gulf really right close. There. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's different uh different types of land that they've got going on. Uh estuary, there's, there's this whole area is estuary. It fills up sometimes, it disappears sometimes. Um so that is something they have to contend with as well as a really high uh, really high water table. And yeah. what do they do with all this water that wants to seep into their land? Yeah, and they're going to be, I mean, if you, um, and there's a uh, little FEMA land too, flood zone, 1% annual chance of flood hazard, <laughs> you know, yeah, it looks like it's, yeah, it's everywhere. It's, yep. you know, this whole place could get flooded at any, at like any time they have a, a hazard, it's a uh, rainstorm or something, you know? So yeah, they're very, very close to the ocean, the ocean <laughs> yeah. level. Yeah. It, it, and that's good though. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, they shouldn't have to launch from a mountain, you know, yeah. it's, it's not the right thing to do. So um, like I was saying, across the street, there's a parking lot that's, that's proposed, but there's a yeah. lot of land, like a little bit south, a little bit, you know, on this high marsh areas. I'm not sure what kind of wildlife is down there, but there's been talk um, in different forums and on Twitter and stuff about like saving the wildlife there. And I'm not sure SpaceX, I mean, I'm sure they care about it, but it's not their mm -hmm. number one goal. Their number one goal is to send people to Mars. Yeah, I mean, and how do they do that? They certainly, you certainly have to do everything you can to protect the wildlife that's there. Certainly, any endangered wildlife that's there. Yeah. Um, but in the end, they purchased this land for a purpose, and yep. uh, they really have approval for that. So, um, and I'm sure that they need to get approval based on these these plans that we're looking at right now. But um, yeah, it, it, and then that's why I pointed out the refuge area. It doesn't look like they're in the refuge area, or it comes right up to their doorstep. So. Um, it looks like this, this is essentially unprotected land as you will. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, they'll, for sure they'll figure it out or at least, yeah. um, you know, move some, yeah, move some people, move some wildlife around. Um, and for this one, we'll go here. So this is the next page of that document. I just may put it here so we can see it. 
Oh, yeah. Um, so this is the proposed area or the proposed build that they're going to put on the site. And that's very interesting. Yeah, that's very, that's very interesting. Um, now Perhaps right we take a, a little bit of a tour around this area here. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, so the parking lot across the street. Lot, yep. More yep. parking in general. Right now they park all along the side here. Yeah. Uh, and a little bit, there's a little bit of a parking lot down there. So, um, yeah. So right now this is what they currently have. So we've got launch mount A and launch mount B. That's where SN11 is going to go to. That's where SN10 launched from. Um, this right here, this area is the farm. So that's where all the tanks are for the for the uh, blocks and nitrogen and methane that they use. Um, they've got some buildings and whatnot. That's the landing pad that uh, that they just destroyed once again. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, and this general area, I don't think it's exactly there, but this general area is going to be where SN 7.2 is currently sitting. Um, that's the stand, yeah. That's the yeah. I'm not sure if it's right there. It might be over here a little bit, um, but it's, it's it's in that vicinity. Um, but one thing to note is they do have some stormwater ponds uh, associated with uh, just sort of controlling that flood water that might come up. So that's interesting. And I'm sure everything's sort of draining draining into this these areas yeah. um, around the building around the place. Uh, so if we come over the current existing site, uh, right here is the current orbital launch pad that they've got half built right now uh and they've got something beside it what is this going to be well right here that is the future tower to move the old starship around move the whole deal around so that's in the future um and we do have a 3d model of that that we found on twitter but we'll show you that in a little bit nice it's, it's pretty cool man. it looks that's going to look wild when it's all done yeah for sure um and this area here um they're currently building that out as sort of a um it's interesting to me because they're building this out as a tank farm right now. It, it, it very much so. Um, there's a lot of concrete being poured up in this area right now. Um, but if we come down a little bit, we can see another storm pond. Here's another launch mount for uh, orbital. So that's interesting to see two of them. Another landing pad over here, and then we've got another tank farm over here. Dangerous. Uh, which. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is in the middle. They have to go up. They could, they launch here. They land here. Right, they have to go over the the tank farm. Why did um, they? I don't know why they didn't put the tank farm off to the side. Like, why? Yeah. What's the point of having it in the middle unless there wasn't enough room for it on the right side? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, it could be the fact that you have to move the gases, the liquid yeah. gas, <laughs> liquid gas. You move the the, the cryogenic <laughs> fluids, um, and the less you have to move them, the better, perhaps. Yeah. Um, so that could have something to do with it. Yeah, and if I, I mean. They have to clear those towers too, though. So they'll mm -hmm. be—they'll have at least enough height. I'm assuming enough height and thrust if they—if they get over those towers to get past those tank farms. Mm -hmm. But also, if something happens as they're going over that tower, that whole tank farm could just go away. Yeah, in a glorious. <laughs> that would be that would be horrendous. It really would. Be, it would set them back a long time. Yeah, very long time. Uh, so. Although, if they have this secondary uh, farm over here that they yeah. can use. Or, Third fire tank farm over here. Oh yeah, that would they be can third, use. Right? Uh, that would help as well. Uh, the problem with this tank farm, the one they're currently using, is it's not. It it won't be able to fill up a, a fully loaded starship and booster. Right. It's just, there's not even close to enough um, over there, so uh, they need much larger tanks. Um, something that is very interesting, and and the reason that it might be here versus over here or over here, is that this area right here. This is the air separation unit. 
and they are planning on making their own fuel, of course, um, being Elon. So uh, air separation, you can take the air we're breathing, uh, which is 78% nitrogen and oxygen and argon and whatnot, and separate all that out um, just by cooling it down, essentially, to cryogenic levels. Um, so they're going to have one of those there as well to make the fuel that would fill up these, these two tank farms. So that's interesting as well. Yeah, it's very cool. I, it's also self-sustaining, you know, mm -hmm. they're going to be able to build everything in house and, yep. um, and just keep rolling stuff out. They don't want to, they don't want to limit themselves to the speed of somebody else, you know, for sure. And that's what bigger one of the, guys do. Yeah. Like one of the problems they're going to have. Yeah, absolutely. One of the problems you're going to have with the booster is that it fills, it's going to take a lot of fuel an awful lot of fuel and to have trucks coming in here all the time to fill these up to the point where they can fill a booster. That's an awful lot of trucks. So if you can constantly hundred percent of the time, 24 seven, be making your own um, liquid oxygen uh, and nitrogen to fill the tanks um, and even methane at some point, then that's great. Oh, yeah. um, and then the other thing on here as well is we've got a new entrance here. So currently they are coming in over here. Okay, and they're going to have another entrance here that will come down and support all of this stuff back here pretty easily. Yeah, so much, cool. yeah much easier access. They don't have to yep. swerve in and out of pads. And yeah, and it'll be, a couple it'll be a flat, basically. it'll be a flat road. It can be purpose-built to move things on it that are huge and heavy. So that'll be good. Yeah, the, Until the such a time that they, that they land Starship, they take off and they land it on the launch pad. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's that's gonna be a, another wild thing is that they want to launch the starships from this these pads to their oil rigs. Yeah, and then land there and then stack and then launch to orbit and to Mars. <laughs> For sure, and why not? Right? Yeah. If you're gonna move, if you're gonna, if you need an airplane in a different airfield, you move the airplane yeah. by flying yeah. it. You don't, yeah. you don't put it on the back of a truck. truck. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it makes sense. It makes yeah, it sense. totally makes sense. Uh, and then, of course, the, the Twitter community has jumped on this little map we've got here, and they're they're creating their own. Um, this is Casper Stanley's uh, version of a, a sort of a work in progress, as he says, but um, sort of a work in progress of, of what that area might look like uh, based on the plans that we just saw. So the tank farm here, um, the two launch mounts for orbital here, the two launch mounts for suborbital orbital here, and the existing tank farm, and, of course, Hoppy. Hoppy's never going to go away. Yeah, I, I hope Hoppy stays there forever. Yeah, for sure. I hope so too. Um, and I hope somebody doesn't run into him someday. someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some some SN something. You know? Yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. Poor Hoppy. Um, so the other thing I wanted to show was this. Now this is RGV aerial photography. Um, he does flyover flyovers of the of SpaceX facilities, uh, launch area as well as build area every week, and uh, he's done this overlay. Uh, so you can see the the real picture is is what's existing, and then the um, the new stuff is is in white. Um, but if you focus on, and if I open this in a new tab here, sorry, this is going to be huge here. Um, but if we focus on this area here, you can see these three circles here. Mm -hmm. That is the the new tank farm for uh, for this this orbital launch mount here. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe um, that SpaceX is planning on building their own tanks for this. Uh, we've seen uh, at the build site, we've seen um, labels on tanks called GSE-1. So ground support equipment one. 
uh, and there's there's no other reason to make a tank, and it's the same size as, as Starship. Um, no other reason to make that tank except to use it as their pressure tank to hold these fluids in, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting to me because I don't know how they keep that um, cold. They're going to have to insulate these, um, yeah. I would think. To it, it, otherwise, it's just going to be constantly covered in frost. And so that's, that's interesting from the the new um, air separator units, right? Is that going to be moving over to those tanks um, and stored there, or is you would think it's according to these plans? Else? According to these plans, it looks like this is a temporary. Oh, temporary. Fix. Okay. To me, anyway, yeah. they've put a lot of work. They, they, all these gray stuff here—that's all pipes, right? Yeah. Um, so there's something going to be built over here as well, mm-hmm. um, but this. They've put an awful lot of work into this uh, for it to be temporary. Um, they're just about ready to pour the concrete of these uh, of these uh, towers here, so there's going to be like a concrete base on them. Um, so it's interesting. It's very interesting to uh, to see. Yeah, there's a lot going on in Boca Chica. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, and that that all that is that's excitement, right? That's just going to be exciting to watch the whole thing come through. Yeah, give it a couple. And, years, and thank you for insane. thank you to RGV Aerial Photography, Barry, um, Mary, Boca Chica Gal, uh, all these guys for um, for sharing what they see every day. It's amazing to uh, to follow along, and, and thank goodness they're there so we can watch. Yep, exactly. Thank you to them. Yeah. Um, um, let me take a quick break. Yeah. And uh, say thanks to our Patreon patrons. Thanks. Uh, this here's talking about thanks. For Patreon patrons, uh, patreon.com slash space news pod. Thanks to everybody who's subscribed to the show. Make sure to hit the sub button and thumbs up to help out the algorithm. And thanks to our members on YouTube and Twitch as well. So I just want to get that out there and say thanks to everybody out there. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, okay. Shifting gears a little bit, we'll talk about um, uh, some landing legs. So with Dear Moon, um, let me just come back to this here. Sorry. With Dear Moon, uh, we got some new renders from from uh, SpaceX. Um, now we never know whether these are accurate or whether they're just a, uh, some artist's interpretation. Um, but you can see there's a little bump out um, for a leg here, uh, and there's another one under here, and you can sort of see there's a black box around that because that's, of course, um, this one has the has the protective tiles on it, and this one doesn't down here. So, um, so Eric's kind of taken, Eric X has kind of taken this as, um, as sort of a hint as, as to what the legs might look like. Uh, and these guys love to, uh, love to speculate. So they're gonna, they're gonna, he's, he's put together a couple of different ideas. So here's one here where the legs simply drop down and lay flat. Um, this area up here will become shock absorber kind of area, I would think. Um, and he's given another option here. So these ones kind of pop out, give a little bit more of a uh, um, a base to land on rather than just flat straight down. And then he's got some that pop out and uh, and land very much like a Falcon 9 might. So that's very interesting to see. Uh, I love these guys and the, the renders that they're doing. Uh, it's amazing to watch sort of those lines at work. I kind of like the seconds. Okay, so here we've got... Um, a dome that's about to be sleeved. Um, and this is where I got the information for the uh, ground support equipment one. So this is this is called ground support, GSE one, ground support equipment one, and that's likely gonna be used as a pressure tank for the farm. So that's very oh, yeah. interesting to see. Little tie-in, little callback there. 
Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> should have had that earlier, but that's okay. That's all right. So yeah, that's uh, that's sort of what's going on at SpaceX this week. Um, and uh, the other thing that's going on in this world is, of course, perseverance. Yeah, and on Look another at that world beautiful too. Beautiful shot. In another world, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a beautiful shot, but you can see that's what's well. What's all this here, Will? I wonder. I wonder if Perseverance has moved a little bit. It does uh, look like it, doesn't what it? What is it? Fifteen or sixteen feet? Percy's moved. Something yeah, like something that? like that. Yeah, they oh. they moved him forward a little bit and did a, a left hand turn, and then uh, like that so much they moved again. So everything seems to be going really well for Perseverance so far. Um, it's great to see more tracks on Mars. Oh, yeah. uh, you can even see up here that a, uh, a rock got sort of pushed out of the way uh, as they're returning or something. So that's cool, too. It's um, crazy that that's on Mars. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> it still sure. blows my mind. That and the, and the pictures are so beautiful, right? Uh, the pictures are so clear. Beautiful. Great cameras. Beautiful. Uh, this is just a picture of Mars because I thought it was awesome. Um, just that the, the rocks real. that you're looking at. It doesn't look real. That it looks look like real you're, you're just trying to, you're coloring a picture from, from Earth. Yeah. Uh, just beautiful. <laughs> And it looks like somebody built something to look like something that's on Mars in the foreground. You know, yeah. it makes it look like, you know, maybe somebody yeah. built something just, on Mars. We'll just blur it a bit and it'll look like yeah. we're there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Don't get the conspiracy theorists uh, Oh, man, going, here we go. Will. Tinfoil hats. <laughs> <laughs> I got one around here somewhere. Where is it at? I think Scrappy has it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, and for uh, on the same little track as, as Perseverance, this is this little white dot is where Perseverance landed, and uh, this is kind of the proposed uh, track that they want to follow, uh, or path they want to follow on Mars to to do all the experiments that they're looking for. Um, so you can see there's a big delta here, this huge delta, and they want to get in there and explore that and uh, and look for signs of life and look for other other geological things, uh, make do some sampling and that sort of thing, all the way up into the Nerdva. Nuretva Vallis. <laughs> Sorry. Um, probably Scrappy. Yeah. Uh, and these blue. You heard her name. Yeah. Uh, the blue line and the purple line are two um, different tracks they might take to get to this spot before they do this, this yellow track. It looks uh, So they're not sure which one they want to do. That, so going up those hills, I, I'm not sure what the incline of those hills are, but mm -hmm. towards Belva there, um, it seems like that jaggedy... Like, see where it's where they're doing those couple switchbacks there, right? Right here, going up. Yep. Yeah, Some switchbacks there for sure. They're going to be going thing. up there. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got these weird little things like this. What's going on here? Yeah, that's why that's do they need sharp to? Horn. What are they <laughs> why do they around? need to do that? What's going on? Yeah, um, it looks it looks like, yeah, that's going to be a long drive. How long do you did they see how long it's going to take them to do this drive anywhere? Um, I, didn't, I didn't see it. Well, there's a scale it. down here, two kilometers is, is the length of this, so. Um, it, it looks like a long way, but it's, it's not terribly long. Um, yeah. But this will be a few months for sure, yeah. at least, if not more. This might be the next couple of years. Yeah, could be. Is that of course, the they're stopping, right? They're stopping the entire yeah. time and doing science as, yeah. as they go. And uh, uh, the rover will be dropping samples <clears throat> as well as they go along. So for sure, it'll it'll be sciencing the whole way. Yep. Get down yeah, and it sounds like they're they're closer to selecting Northrop Grumman, Grumman as the um, building the the vehicle to bring those samples back that's crazy so like that's, that's pretty cool too that's nuts like i don't mm. how what <laughs> like, <laughs> what there's gonna be there's a there's a rover that's picking up stuff from mars and along the way it drops these tubes of the stuff 
then there's another rover that'll just fly there from Earth, land yeah. perfectly, and then the rover will drive along the same route as Percy does, pick those things up at specific points, and then fly back to Earth with those things. Yeah, it's that crazy. Does, that's science crazy. fiction. That's crazy. Yeah, so in the next couple of weeks, hopefully we should get to see a helicopter on Mars. Yeah, that I'm, I'm going to freak out. So that's cool. And then when that that uh, next rover or, or thing from from Northrop Grumman lands, uh, we'll see the first launch from Mars. So that'll be pretty cool, too. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's nuts, man. I don't yeah. get it. I don't understand it, but I'm going to freak out when it happens. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be yelling yeah, and screaming. Absolutely not. Hopefully, hopefully everybody joins us for the live stream when that happens because that's going to be fun. That's yeah. going to be a good one. Um, cannot wait. Cannot wait. Everything. Yeah. Every single day. I can't wait to see what they're going to do next. Yeah. And there's so much stuff. Oh. Yep. Uh, and then I've got a couple of things that I just thought were really cool and uh, I thought that people might want to see. And uh, one is this picture of uh, Enceladus, which is a moon of Saturn, uh, but it's ice. It's an ice moon. Um, Quite small, but uh, I just thought it was a really cool picture. That's beautiful. Just incredible. That a, exists. A beautiful picture. Yeah, <laughs> that exists. That exists. That's in our solar system. We can go there soon. Yeah, we probably uh, will. Yeah. But yeah, you can see these old, you know, uh, meteorite impact sites um, if contrasted with the obviously flowing water and ice moving uh, down here. Quite, just quite beautiful. Yeah, that's stunning. That's yeah. so cool. I don't know if this uh, this gets any bigger. Oh yeah, a little bit bigger. Oh yeah, there oh, yeah. we go. That's the stuff. Wow. Yeah, just just a gorgeous, gorgeous. Wow. Moon. And I uh, can't wait till we go there. Look at that detail too. And that's yeah, yeah that's not here. Like that's, <laughs> that's far, far away <laughs> in <correct>. space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This stuff blows yeah, my just, mind, man. It's just the color itself is just beautiful too. Yeah. So subtle. It's just hanging out. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Waiting, <laughs> just waiting for us to show up and, yep. and drill into it. Drill into it and find some life <laughs> under there. Uh, and then the other thing I've got is uh, Crew One, busy away. Um, this is Commander Mike and uh, Mike Hopkins, and he's uh, he's growing plants. Look at them. <laughs> look at those plants. Uh, it looks like kale to me. Um, yeah. But uh, look at the size of them. Those That's awesome. Big. That's yeah. surprisingly large. Yeah. Most of the time you see like, you know, like those little tiny plants are like this big, like little clovers and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. No, this is like a legit plant. These are the kind of things that they're going to need to be able to do on their trips to Mars eventually one day. That's why For the sure. ISS is so important because we learn things from the ISS to take to other missions. So yep. this is cool. Yeah. And, uh, and the lights are, are sort of reddish magenta color because the plants respond really well to that color. So uh, in the, in the light spectrum. So that's why they uh, that's why they use that color. Oh, cool! Those. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they don't they don't use all the white light. They mostly use this sort of bluish and red um, colors. Cool. The green doesn't get used a lot. So yeah. So but you can see I, I found it interesting as well. His head has gotten much larger <laughs> since he's been yeah. up there. All the you know your yeah. your body is used to uh, pumping a lot of blood to your head to your brain, of course, um, and it's hard to do that going uphill. But uh, when you're in when you're in space, there's no gravity to pull that blood back down. So uh, your head gets a little bit larger because of uh, all the blood that's uh, pouring into it. 
yeah, yeah, it happens within the first couple of days too. And yep. so people get kind of like a vertigo, kind of like they kind of get a little bit sick because of Absolutely. that, because the the blood doesn't really know where to get pumped to. So, yep. yeah, it's it's his head is pretty big, Commander Mike. <laughs> you know, you got a big head. Don't let but, it go to your head. <laughs> looking good though, buddy. Good. Oh yeah, I, I I really enjoy this aspect of uh, of of what's happening at the ISS. Um, so I think it's fascinating. I think it's necessary for our future. Um, and, uh, it's really cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's Pretty all good. I had for the day. Perfect. That's all we need. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for hanging out. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing more of these things and if you like it, make sure to give it a thumbs up, make sure to leave a comment too, because we want to know if you like this format and why you like it too. Uh, that's important too. So we will be uh, doing more of these in the future where Neil and I sit down and hang out and talk and we'll have other people on and talking about other subjects from, you know, possibly different companies and et cetera. We have some other special guests lined up and we'll tell you about those in the future. If it all works out, I have to put that disclaimer in there. If everything works out, we'll have some pretty <laughs> cool people on here. Subject to change. <laughs> yes, we need some pies. Um, anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Yes, thanks everyone. Right here for now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.